Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Back at another show. Amy Marks, of course, Chris Ranji, Kevin Wheeler with you here. And you know, we were having this conversation, was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. Yeah. Um, and didn't have time for it yesterday, but off the air, we're having this conversation. Uh, not so much specifically about monkeypox, but <laughs> just like... This type of thing in general, right? COVID and mm-hmm. monkeypox and whatever other thing may come down the road. And I asked you guys a question, and it was a bit of a loaded one. I don't think we have answers to it, but I wanted to ask you on the air anyway because, well, I want to put you on the spot. Are, what? I'm hearing ran- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like hearing random music, and no. then it just stopped. Yeah, uh, Chris ran out of the studio, so we're all, we're good. We're good on the music side. Anyway, um, the question was about. You know, we have this new thing we're paying attention to with some cases of monkeypox popping up. We've got new variants Mm -hmm. of COVID. And I wanted to ask you guys just the simple question. Basically, are we just hosed? Are we just hosed? Because no matter what new thing comes out, there's going to be a large number of people that are like, nope, don't believe it. Nope, not doing anything about it. Nope, it's all people trying to control us with fear. Nope, not going to do it. Because without the majority of people. You can't control it. Well, you need more than the majority. Well, I'm, I, I mean, right, you, right, right, you right. need like four fifths of people to, exactly. to really get on board. Exactly. Yeah. Well, this is my point. Yeah. So that's why I'm asking: Are we all hosed? Because mm-hmm. there's very clearly a lack of trust that has been built for years, and there are people that are listening to bad information. Yeah. And now that is becoming more hard. And I've already seen blog posts and 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 video posts. Um, from people that opposed vaccines, opposed anything, saying, "Ah, see, monkeypox. They're they're just gonna keep. They're gonna keep making it scarier. They're gonna keep on trying to live, make us live in fear and control us with the fear." And I'm like, "Wait, they've what been, would it take to convince you that something's real?" They've been doing that with the variants of COVID. Every yeah. variant that comes up, like, "Oh, yep, there's gonna be another one." Well, yeah, because <laughs> that's how these viruses work. That's how diseases work. And certain diseases will die off on their own. Others will just continue to mutate and in some cases worsen, some cases lessen, whatever. But as long as they go unchecked, it can become a potential problem that we can't easily handle. And I I never really understood this. This is their, um, you know, this is their way to control us. To what end? Okay, so... If they're controlling us by having us get vaccinated, okay, then what? So we go get vaccinated and... I think they're making the argument, big pharma, money. It's all about money and power. Okay. That's just very odd So in other words, the world. Because that's how the world works. 
because well, there are a lot of things that are that are profitable. And and yes, vaccines are profitable, but that not doesn't as mean much they're painkillers. But, here, but it doesn't mean they're inherently bad is what I'm saying. No, Just no. because people are making money off of it or companies are making money off of them does not mean they are inherently bad. When I worked retail, you can learn a lot of lessons working retail. But when you had unhappy customers, what you would do instead of defending necessarily your position, you would ask, what can I do to make you happy, right? What would make you happy? And I think a lot of times when you're having these conversations about vaccines, someone makes the argument that, well, it's just big pharma trying to make money. It's these companies. And I would say, okay, you know, it is a company, it is a free market, and they do make money and they should make money investing how much money they're investing into their vaccines. But if you wanted it to be benevolent or something of the people, something tells me that having a government-issued vaccine coming out of government science they would definitely not world, want that they would not want right. that so it's kind of a lose-lose proposition here with vaccines somebody's got to develop vaccines and because it is a free market somebody is going to make money off of it as they should does it mean that we shouldn't look at big pharma and keep big pharma uh, in check well of course not we should look at it but Making money, as you said, is not inherently bad. In, in the winter of 2020, when we first found out there were vaccines on the doorstep and we were getting close, when when I found out and, you know, did more reading about where they were coming from, who was working on them, and that those companies were working independently with some government funding, which is different. It doesn't mean the, the government was in the room uh, just saying, here, put this in that, and, and here's another ingredient you should add. Um when I realized it was these private drug companies working on these vaccines, all independent of one another, and all of them racing to get something working with, uh, you know, knowledge and technology that we've had for decades, I felt more comfortable about it, knowing that they were all trying to put together something that was going to help us. So, but I'm with you. If, if I thought it was a government thing where, the, you know, they said, oh, here's the vaccine that we developed in-house. Everybody take it. We're going to be okay. I would have felt very uneasy about that. But yeah. knowing these these companies, and I don't always Wait, trust drug companies. Trust me on that. Wait, I don't. You, but you in see, this case, I, I felt more comfortable with the idea. You confused me. So if that happened, you would be distrustful of the government less so than a private organization. I mean, more, not, more not so, at all. More I, so. I think more I, so, I, mean. I think going back to that time, because I think we do this thing. We everybody fears the government way too much. I, I, I'm not afraid of the government. I what I was what people I are was, like, their government's coming for whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, we're gonna I, yeah, make yeah, you. We're gonna make you magnetic, and we're gonna track you with microchips. I'm more even afraid. though, even though if they want to track you, you got a phone in your pocket. They're gonna track you with. Right, right. No, no. I'm, I'm not like that. I'm not right. like one of those. Okay. The government's out to get me, people. I was saying that at that time, yeah. it would have been in the interests of. That particular government, if they had a vaccine to distribute to people or at least tell people they have. So I would have been a little more distrustful of it, but I'm not one of those people that across the board, government is always a scary, dangerous thing to me. Because I do think there are a lot of times that government can help the population. That's what they're there for. Mm -hmm. The reason we have government is to make people's lives easier. Does it always happen that way? Of course not. <laughs> no. Of course not. But that's the idea of government. 
Well, not not necessarily even just easier, but safer slash possible. Right. You can't have anarchy in a lawless society. So you have what you want is the smallest government possible to let allow the people to do their own thing. Am I afraid of big government? Absolutely. But not because of a giant conspiracy. I'm afraid of government because of incompetence. Like as it grows, the incompetence tends to grow. Our money seems to be going into some hole somewhere where not a lot is getting done. It's just a bunch of individuals. So what's who are the alternative? Hungry. I don't think there is one. There's no alternative. Was it John Adams or Thomas Jefferson who said democracy is the worst form of government except for every other form of government? Yes. You know, it's one of those things. But I think when I look at the government and I want smaller government. That's kind of what the heart of conservatism is, is less centralization. It's not because I see the government as evil and omniscient and all powerful. It's because I see it vastly incompetent. And you know and why it is, we can right? get things done better. Why is it incompetent? Because people are incompetent. Because we're incompetent. <laughs> yes. yeah. And I don't mean everyone else. I mean, all of us, all of us, we in the room included, we are the ones that make it the way that it is because we accept the behaviors. Yes. We don't want to change when we play teams and we do all that stuff. So we sit here and this is what always gets me about conversations like this, about whether it's about big companies or about big government. It's us. We did it. The call's coming from inside the house. It's not some outside agency doing something to you. It's your fellow citizens and you and your neighbors that make it this way. Because we're either too lazy, too busy, or too caught up in uh, in political nonsense to actually pay attention. The number of things that people don't know about, like with the vaccines. Wouldn't it be great if we had people who knew things about medicine and the human body that you could ask questions to? We like do. your own doctor? Yeah, yeah. It, but, but, but no, we're going to draw conclusions based on our YouTube research. Yeah. And we don't take the time to actually do the simple smart thing. I mean, you want to know why government's jacked up? It's because we are. Not because the entity itself is broken or evil or incompetent. We allow it. And there are a lot of us that are too caught up in the wrong kinds of information. And we are fans of people who disseminate bad information because we think they're entertaining or we think they're higher thinkers than the rest of us. And we follow them, right? And they tend to be snake oil salesmen a lot of the time. And I think that's a, a big part of the problem here yeah. is that a lot of us are getting the wrong information from the wrong people. Mm. 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 Deep thoughts. We're going to talk about this again another time. Always fascinates me. It's everybody else's fault but ours. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.